session is. Give us some ASMR vibes. <laughs> Love it. That was like good for you. It was. Oh, I so got tingle. <laughs> I'm triggered. Best time ever had. <laughs> uh, on a side note from, from ASMR, I never realized how much I say 100%. Until I listened back to last week's episode. That's why in brackets I've named the episode 100%. Because after everything Emily said, it's like 100%, 100%, 100%. <laughs> Do I say that in real life a lot? I think yeah, so, actually. I've never noticed, but I've noticed it now. So I'll try not to as much. <laughs> well, if I'm making sure any better, I say happy days a lot. Yeah, I yeah, mm. would probably say that as well. Happy days. Or... Ellie and Aaron actually outed me for this when we went away the weekend before last where I was constantly saying work away, work away (laughs) (laughs) oh that's funny Hello and welcome to the brand new episode of Jen and Barrett, the podcast. I'm your fabulous double-barreled bitch host, Kevin. And joining me this week are my fabulous co-hosts, Sarah and Sinead. Hello, girl. Hi, Hello, girl. Hello. Uh, welcome back to you both. Um, how have your weeks been? Um, as far as, well... It could have been a lot worse, I suppose. Um, I don't really know if this is something that I'm going to talk about in the podcast, but we'll just mention it briefly because, you know, it's life. Uh Um, My absences over the last while is because we've had some horrible family news and that my father is terminally ill with cancer. So that's kind of been my, my vibe for the past like month um uh-huh. and you know you know what we'll, we'll we'll just be honest it's been a shit week yeah um a friend we say friend a now former friend um came to see me at my work long story as to why she was at my work but that's a whole thing uh-huh. um and when our other friend inquired with her after she had left um, my other friend asked this friend that came to see me how I had been. And this girl, being fully aware of what's going on with daddy, um, said, oh, she's okay, but she has her moods. Right, okay. Now, some right. people might say I overreacted. Hmm. Other people have, have fully hyped me up in that that was a really horrible, insensitive thing to say. And I have since ended said friendship. 100%. So, so it's been a little dramatic. Um, but, you know, I'm vibing as much yeah. as I can be. It's all good. Kind of. Yeah, it's a very, it's a, you're, I don't think you overreacted. I would have fucking at the face mm. up the bitch and very insensitive and considerate thing to say 
for somebody yeah. going through something like you 100 percent um completely different situation if she didn't really know what was happening uh-huh. but to be fully aware uh-huh. and be so dismissive and disrespectful I, just, I that's the last kind of person I need in my life anyway but especially at a time like this so we are cutting ties just like this good that's if there's if there's a time in your life where you're allowed to quotations have moods, it's this time. Thank I you mean, very much. Do you so, know what I mean? That's how normal people react to yeah. to something like this. But she just lives in cookie land, um, and is just all about herself, and away on can't be bothered. Yeah, very very true, very true. and. I I was one of the friends that Sarah said was hype with her. Yeah. <laughs> Rightly so. <laughs> yeah. Rightly so. I've yet to come across someone that has told me that I made the wrong decision. And I had a little moment the day after where I was uh-huh. experiencing people pleasing guilt. I was like, oh, maybe I was too harsh. Uh-huh. And I was swiftly informed by another very good friend of mine who is quite scary sometimes he's he's a very scary person but he's great um he told me to for want of a better word wise up so he to, yeah. to, i am sticking to my friendship good. ending good. cool good good so. and to that person you're a fucking cunt <laughs> capital yeah. c yeah <laughs> basically but not to bring the mood down or anything guys i think you know just be prepared for the morbid humor going forward well, yeah, but, you but know, we're fine as i said last week on the podcast about like toxic positivity it's i created this podcast as a way for us to vent so whatever you're feeling and if you're comfortable speaking about it on the podcast please feel free to do so you know this is what it's for yeah yeah very true um and we will all be here for you, Sarah. So we will. Appreciate it, guys. Love you all. Love you too. We love you too. Um, okay, Shanit, how's your week been? My week's been okay. Like, I just, yeah, just working. I did have a bit of a dose, but I feel better today than mm. I did. Like, just, you know, the usual, like, raw nose from all the blowing. But, um, not. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're on the cocaine there, Angel, not anything else. I was thinking of a different type of blow. <laughs> no, because you know like, how people like call cocaine blow? Don't they call cocaine blow? No. I think they do, yeah. Oh, I do, but I've never heard the term blowing cocaine. You always know if someone oh, does well, a lot true. of you always know if someone does a lot of coke though because they either you either have a dose like you have a cold or you don't and they just constantly sniff that means they do a lot of coke okay well I actually have a dose but <laughs> sure <laughs> Shania and by blowing <laughs> like I mean blowing my nose so <laughs> that is what I mean by blowing um, but no yeah can't complain too much uh, what about yourself Kevin? yeah Dan can't complain cannot complain um, which is good. 
We always like that, where we don't complain. I'm being very toxic positive this week. <laughs> um, right, we're going to just get into the news then and popular culture. There is not a lot happening in the world right now other than the two things I'm about to talk about. The internet blew up yesterday and the day before with all this. Um, so the first thing I'm going to talk about is, have you heard about the immersive Willy Wonka experience in Glasgow? Yes. <laughs> Um, now tickets were meant to be £35 um, it was in like a warehouse Have you, if you've seen the poster for what was advertised it was like this magical you know Willy Wonka land based on the film that came out in December so lots of kids were excited that this happened in Glasgow um, and there's just been a lot of uproar about it <laughs> um, rightly so it was a very sparsely decorated warehouse. There was a health and safety issues galore, apparently. The guy who played and was hired to play Willy Wonka, he done like a TikTok episodic video series <laughs> where he was slagging this event off where he received an AI... What is it? AI... Um, what's that? Generated, sorry, it's the word. An AI generated script, about 15 pages that he, he was expected to learn in a few days. Um, the script didn't make sense. I think they based the whole entire plot and storyline on the script, which is what AI gave them, because there were characters like that fucking unknown person behind the mirror. Did you see that? Oh my god, yes. It was like scaring oh the all the ways. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just, it's mind-boggling. Like, the poster promised this amazing like event but it was an AI generated image again and if you compare the image to what people actually took pictures of like it looked fucking shit for £35 as well and they didn't get any chocolate which is like what apparently they were given a little bit of lemonade and some jelly beans and that was all you got when you were there I heard there was one jelly bean per chat (laughs) fuck off really oh my god oh my god Oh, I would be. But this is something I don't understand, right? So apparently the police were called to it. Now, I don't think it's that of a serious nature that you have to call the police. Yes, you'd be fuming about you spending that money, especially if you had like two, three, four kids. Do you know what I mean? Um, And if it's £35 a ticket, then say you're a family of four, that's what, at least 150 quid, roughly. Do you know? Look at me and my I wonder, I wonder who phoned the police though. Like, do you think or some people like given off and then the staff called the police to be like, sort this out? Potentially. Uh, there's no like reports of being like getting violent or anything. It just the police were called after complaints were made. Um, mm. There were meant to be special props. There was meant to be like a tunnel thing that didn't happen. There was a tiny small bouncy castle with. Like props, there was some poor woman standing behind a smoky bar giving out stuff, and she looked so depressed. She was dressed as an Oompa Did you see her? I saw that <laughs> she genuinely looked like she was in a math lab or something. <laughs> Bad. But just the memes that are come from this are just absolutely amazing. Like they are putting the face, like they're that picture of the warehouse, the real housewives of Salt Lake City are currently season filament season five and they've just superimposed them 
into the Ollie Wonka thing. It's just the memes are just absolutely <laughs> hilarious. <Whoa. laughs> um, I don't know if like the company who organized it have spoken out about it. Have you heard anything about it? I haven't heard them comment. Mm-hmm. No, no other guy. Oh no, sorry. Well, I have just seen um a little update at the bottom of my oh. article. So it said the organizer company is actually called House of Illuminati. That says it all, really. <laughs> They've apologized to customers for the very stressful and frustrating day. Unfortunately, last minute, we were let down in many areas of our event and tried our best to continue on and push through. And we now realize we probably should have canceled first thing that morning. Um, And they have said that full refunds will be given to customers. So that's that's good to give them refunds and stuff. But like, if that many people let you down... Would you not just postpone the event until you could arrange a better yeah. date? Because now you you have to give all these refunds. But I am thankful the event went ahead because it has given us so many memes. And <laughs> I'm such a laugh. Well, they also uh-huh. could just be lying. That was maybe what the whole thing was going to be and they just hope they get away with it. That's very true. But you don't get away with much in today's world, especially when like everything's internet, Twitter, Instagram, things like that. Like, people people think will, will document it and stuff like that. Go does go viral, so I know, but people chance their art. That's very, very, very true. true. Um, so yeah, thank you for the laughs. And um, the last story that I want to talk about is the whole Kate Middleton conspiracy <laughs> theory. Like, I'm not a royalist, but I do love my conspiracy theories, so I am enjoying this. And again, the memes about this are fucking hilarious. So there are memes tying the Kate Middleton disappearance to the Willy Wonka event. So <laughs> the unknown thing behind that mirror, people's going, that's Kate Middleton. <laughs> oh my God. Like the reason Kate Middleton's missing is because she was organizing the Willy Wonka event. There was a meme about like, she organized the... Willy Wonka event, but it was really Prince William for the William <laughs> William Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just so funny. Um, but if if we dive deeper into um Kate Middleton's disappearance, I have a thread um of somebody really really nicely um put this up on Twitter, and thankfully, I where did it go? Fucking hell. I'm sorry, I had it and then you know the way it just refreshes itself. Like well, that's why you watch your screenshots. Someone fucking deleted it. Why didn't you screenshot it? No, but it was a fucking long post. And oh. what? It takes several screenshots. Oh, that's annoyed I me mean, now. Has it fucking been deleted? Oh, Kevin. Right. Hold on, I'm just going to pause the recording so I can find it. <laughs> so it's very irritating. The person who put out that Kate Middleton thread, who detailed it very good, like a fucking private detective, um, has actually protected their tweets, so I can no longer see the fucking tweet. But I bet you after this episode, I'll fucking be allowed to see it, which is so typical. But anyways, there's a whole conspiracy theory about Kate Middleton. She's gone missing. Um, and she hasn't actually been seen publicly since Christmas Day. Oh, um, That was the last time, and I know it's only two months, but still. Um, 
There are loads of conspiracy theories um, that she went into hospital on, I think it was 16th of January for her abdominal surgery. And from that, there's loads of things that she's in a coma. There's domestic violence happening with William Short Temper. Um, there are funnier conspiracy theories that she is getting a BBL. Um, they, <laughs> they're having a troubled marriage that William's had an affair and she's leaving him. Um, to be fair, she's out of his league, like, has really? always been. I would leave, if I were her and married to him, I would leave him too. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and the reason why people are thinking, like, something is happening is because with the royal family, they're, they're all about the press and the tabloids and being viewed and being papped and stuff. As soon as she gave birth to her two children, within 24 or three children, within those 24 hours of her children's birth she was out of the hospital door in full hair in full makeup so people's like oh. why aren't you out and about now yeah and yeah there's a lot to be said as well about like the media is giving her a lot of privacy <laughs> at this time whereas if you look at harry and megan they weren't given the same grace neither was diana so it makes you even think more that there's something sinister happening mm, interesting um, but there are loads of funny memes about it. I'm just raging about that thread because it went into a very detailed description um, about Kate's whereabouts and things like that. Um, some of the best memes are that Kate is joining the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season 14. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's stuff about um, Kate Middleton and King Charles are out of the public eye because they got Freaky Friday'd. Oh my God, could you imagine? <laughs> um, again, she was at the, um, the Willy Wonka experience, um, <laughs> loads of other stuff. And my favorite conspiracy is about Camilla Parker Bowles. So the thing is, Kate Middleton is missing. Queen Elizabeth is dead. King Charles is cancer. Princess Diana has died. Princess William is bald. Prince Harry is apparently paranoid. So people saying Queen Camilla won. Um, and Queen Camilla performed the original salt burn theory. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, I don't know if this is true or not, but the people are saying what makes the salt burn theory more believable about Camilla is that the woman who played the woman who wrote and directed Salt Burn played Camilla in The Crown. Oh my God! Really. So I don't know if that's true. I'm, I'm not really into factual stuff. This is what I'm seeing. Okay, so so let me see. Saltburn director or writer? Did you say? Uh, what did I say? Let me get the tweet back. Uh, you said writer, didn't you? I wrote and directed Saltburn. Oh my god, I think I think she did play her in the crime. Em- Emerald Fennel is her name. Oh my god, that's so posh. Emerald fennel. <laughs> she did. She played a younger Camilla Parker Bowles. There you go. See? Everything links back together. I believe all this stuff now. <laughs> oh my god. So that there you go. That was mad. So, yeah. And there's like things that she's in a coma from the operation. There's loads of stuff 
um, going viral. Um, and I'm just, if I ever get that thread back again, I am going to fucking bring it up. It's just irritating. Oh, um, where's all that I couldn't? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you have lost her. <laughs> oh, today is not a good day. <laughs> Oh, we don't have another 29th of February for another four years yeah it's leap year that's the problem also happy birthday to all the leap year babies because technically if you're only born like this you could be two three four really depending on what age you are so happy birthday to you um, we're, we'll be right back with our next topic As always, um, every week, um, our next topic is all about what's ragging the absolute shit about out of us or what we want to vent about this week. So, Sarah, is there anything else you want to add that is annoying you this week? People just in general are fucking dickheads. Yeah. Agree. So, sums it up, like, as I, as I say, I had a really shit experience with a now former friend um and people in work are just stupid and are complaining about ridiculous things Uh like for example there's a there's a staff member that has made an entire massive song and dance over a student standing at my desk Uh because you know it, it this is an ongoing thing in work because for some reason people are annoyed that students will come and stand at reception and speak to the receptionist. I'm kind of like, oh, why else am I there? Exactly. Yeah. I get my other work done and the kids yeah. like me. You know what it is? It's jealousy because this particular staff member is an asshole. Like actual oh. asshole. At no one, and I do mean no one that works there, likes him he's so unpleasant he is useless he ne- he, he doesn't do his fucking job and mm-hmm. you know the, the students don't like him students don't think he's a very good teacher the whole thing is just very just i just want to punch him in the face <laughs> constantly i'm like why, why does he care well because this particular student he doesn't like oh no that's why then and the feeling is very much mutual fair fair fair, so well i'm like just just leave me be leave Mm -hmm. me be my father is sick let me have my joy any way that i can exactly this is the card that i'm playing quite a lot god forgive me it's terrible but i'm like Mm -hmm. excuse you no do you know situation he doesn't speak to him so he probably doesn't know that what's happening with that is happening but i'm like don't be such a fucking cunt either but way that further uh, proves the point though it's like you don't know what ha- what's happening in anyone's life so you don't need to be a dick yeah this is exactly. that but like to be fair anyone who asks me quite a lot of people in work know the situation because apparently you can see the anxiety hanging out of me i actually think i'm coping pretty well to be honest but you know what people are like? They're like, oh, uh, you know, you can just see the sadness in her when they already know the situation. Yeah. I'm like, ah, you're not exactly that insightful. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's so, very stereotypical Irish <laughs> to be like. People are just decades and I can't be bothered. 
But yeah. That's far. That's very true. That's very true. Shania, what about you? Mine's is something like so minor, but it started to happen now, and I'm not quite sure what I'm doing wrong that it keeps happening. Uh-huh. So I um I have a pair of bedroom slippers with like a proper like rubber sole on the bottom, uh-huh. and I don't know why, but I could be walking somewhere. I'll stop, you know, to like pick something up, and then I'll turn or move, but my foot will just come out of the slipper, but the slipper is <laughs> still. But the rest of me moves, and then like I end up doing like a really short like stop, and then like on one occasion in particular, I was holding water, and the water like spilled. But I was wearing you know, like a cuffed sort of a fleece, and the water yeah. went down inside the cuff like uh. down. Inside. And it's just one of those things that I was like, you know, just set you over the edge. Yeah, it's just like why does this keep fucking happening? <laughs> oh my god, um. So yeah, that's just something very minor that's been annoying me. And then something else as well is, you know, leads and cables. Just yes. something like fanked and wrapped up amongst each other, even though I'm like, that's not how I put you away. You know, so yeah. why are you wrapped up together now? So yeah. Do you ever see that video of like, whenever you put wires into a bag or something and it's like these two little things, like monster things come out and they like, on purpose, tie up all your wires. <laughs> That's like that. an explanation well, for it. It's 100% what has to be happening. Because I'm like, I didn't set you there. Or, like, you know, <laughs> I mean, I've set you beside each other. No. So you have no reason to get, like, mixed uh-huh. up amongst each other. So, yeah, very minor, but frustrating. Yeah. So what about you, Kevin? What's your annoyance? Can I just ask what brand the slippers are? Um, I don't know. They were bought to me. They're like a Harry Potter slipper. Because the grips on them sound fucking fabulous. I did they are a very good grip. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for you to move, for them not to move, wow. keeps coming out, and then I'm like, oh, right. My annoyance is again very minor. Um, you know, do I talk about this last week? I can't remember. Um, sleeper mode on TVs or laptops. Like it goes off after one minute. I don't I'm think not, you mentioned that I can't last week. I did that last week, but maybe I did. I can't remember. I don't think you did. Um. Yeah, but it's like constantly all the time. You'll be on your phone and you won't, you won't like notice the TV goes off, and you're like, then the whole app thing closes down. You have to reboot it again. It's like, oh my god, I'm all for like saving the planet, but not, not, not like as that. much. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. My next one. Uh. Very minor. When you reply to all your messages and the people reply instantly. Oh, yeah. I think you really said that last week. I think I did, did I? <laughs> what do you get? I really did. Because I've had no, that. No, that wasn't me. Well, I don't know. Maybe it did, but it annoyed me anyway. And then they reply instantly and then you don't have time to reply again because you're like, right, I need to do something else. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Which is hypocritical because sometimes you need a quick response and then you complain when you do get a quick response, but no please. Um and my last one then is as you get older, hair grows in places that it never grew before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am fucking sick of having to like trim my nostril hair. Oh, does your barbers not do that thing where they stick like this thing up your nose and then wrap out the hairs? 
I don't know, but I wouldn't like to do that. But I mean, it'll probably last you longer because if you're like shaving them or whatever, um, they'll grow back quicker. I know. This is the thing, though. It's fucking irritating. Like, so yeah, you should get that done. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. That looks really, really painful. But um, and they'll be quick, like all one go. You know, they'll do. He'll probably do the two sides at the one time. True. I suppose. I suppose. Everything minor, but you know, we, we, whatever. Right, I put out a question box and um, people wrote in. Um, oh my god, I've just seen pictures of um, the Willy Walker things come up. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking rainbow, oh my god. They're getting away from it, love alive. I am going to just, I'll put that on the podcast and I'll ever release it. Uh, right, I put out a question box um, for people to say what was annoying them. And the first one is, um, and we all know who this is, um, Mackie's being incapable of getting an order right. <laughs> oh my God. When I seen those messages, I was just like, oh God, love you. Like, I, you would have been so angry. So for context, this person ordered um, a McDonald's chicken wrap meal for their lunch uh, on Mac Delivery. Um so that was obviously a wrap chips and a drink. And when the person received the order, there was just a drink and chips. <laughs> oh, that's just so uncalled for, isn't it? Like, how dumb do you have to fucking be? Like, I'm sorry. I just, it's, it's, for me, it's just yeah, read, the, just read the, the receipt. You know, like, what's meant to go on the bag? Read it. Put it in the bag. And it. Did you see the new machines that they've had to bring in? So before an order goes out, the person has to weigh the bag on a machine so obviously some computer system will have like what the weight of a like a big mac is and the weight of a chips and the weight of a drink what it should be so they're bringing these machines in to kind of the fact that they even have to do that is mind-blowing but that will help people out knowing oh there's something missing from that bag because the weight doesn't match what the order is yeah like the fact that they even have to go to them lens says it all to me oh my god Oh, it's just madness. Um, exactly. Uh, the next one is people in work messaging me despite having do not disturb on. Oh, that is annoying. Yeah, it, it is. Um, people who try and sound clever using big fucking words like colloquial. Colloquialism. Colloquial. <laughs> what is that? Colloquialism. That's the word. What's that mean? That is like words that are just select to your it's like area. So Northern Ireland is like all oh, dead on. That's a colloquialism. Because, you know. Why not just say slang? <laughs> to the per- to the person for the question, like why do you have to use colloquialism? <laughs> to be fair, I just realized that I added to the problem because I didn't just say slang. So apologies. No, but you're but you're explaining what the word is, so that's fair yeah. enough. But like I could have just said, oh, it's local slang. I was like, oh, you know words that are only like you, such as like I, I, I'm added to the, I'm adding to the problem. Well, I'm I don't sorry. know if you heard me, but I was like, it's slang. I did hear you. So this is why I'm realizing. Oh, but in my defense, I do have an English degree. So well, there you go. Help there. This is why I'm adding to the problem. I am sorry, listener. I am not the one to to talk to you about this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next one is babies. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I yeah. can agree, babies. Yes. Um, 
The next one is, why do buses take forever to arrive and to get to their destination? That's very mm. true. Buses are quite long. Especially, I think a little stopping. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, and the last one is, family love to hate them, but hate to love them. Yep. Yeah, also, all the Yes, 100%. 100%. Uh, right. Uh, we will be right back with our next topic. And we are back. Um, now, every week we do a conversational piece. And this week we are going to talk about ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the more like a ghost. <laughs> I'm like, we need to get up with that um, tap in the middle one. Or uh, lead signs. <laughs> can, can you can you hear this? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what though? This is gonna be funny if the editing process like takes all this noise out. You think it's crying noise? <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Imagine. Like, I'm <laughs> uh, okay, so for those of you who don't know what ASMR is, it stands for. An autonomous sensory meridian response, which is a tingling sensation that usually begins on the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and upper spine. Um, it is a subjective experience of low-grade euphoria, characterized by a combination of positive feelings and a distinct static-like tingling sensation on the skin. And it is most commonly triggered by specific auditory or visual stimuli and less commonly by intentional intentional attention control. So there we go. Um, so what are the different types of ASMR? Now, what I mean by that is like um, your um, whispering, there's whispering videos, there's eating, there's role play, there's massage, there's blowing, there's um, crinkling, tapping, uh, hair brushing, yada, yada, yada. Soft spoken. Yeah, there's, lo- there's loads of different types. Um, and triggers, hold on a second, I get me triggers up. <laughs> I am losing the plot. You're never prepared, Kevin. I am, but it's just, I've got that many windows open. It's fucking ridiculous. So triggers are referred to as the stimuli. So what actually gives you this meaning? Um, so those could be things like soft, softly spoken, um, blowing into a microphone, mouth sounds such as quiet licking of the tongue or that type of thing. Eating, uh, tapping on hard surfaces, buttons being pressed like computer keyboards, video games, repetitive sounds uh, like someone engaging in a task, turning the pages of a book, um, receiving personal attention as a makeup or hairstyling or a medical exam, the sound of rain or a crackling fireplace, uh, certain types of music, even hand movements that doesn't even have to be auditory um so now that we've kind of explained what it is 
Have you both experienced that at any point of your life, that tingling sensation? Yes. Yeah. And can you remember your first time experiencing that? No. Probably, you're giving me like no. <laughs> Probably, yeah. You can remember it, Sarah. No, I then I agree with Shanita that it was probably years ago. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, I can remember my one of my first times probably. It was like when I was like a ween, and like you know when Mommy was in the bedroom drying her hair, and we were like in other parts of the house. I just remember, especially lying in bed still. You just got this cozy kind of warm feeling, tingly feeling. Like with someone else using the hairdryer. It's really weird. I can't explain it. But that's kind of my first kind of memory of that feeling. Um, So do you both watch ASMR videos? I do, yeah. Yeah. And why would you say that you watch them or listen to them, etc.? So... For me, you, my, uh, well, actually, I'm thinking I do. I think this kind of counts as ASMR. You know, there was like the the cocktail prepping videos where they're not mm-hmm. speaking, but all you hear is them like pouring the ice and stuff into yes. the shaker or the glass or whatever. Because, you know, I'm just, not that we're an alcoholic, we're an alcohol enthusiast. Yes. You know, so <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, recipes. This is why I've started, you know, watching those. Yeah. That, that was the draw. And I love Cocktail ASMR is fabulous. Very nice. Why, why, why do you watch it? Uh, well, I just listen to it when I'm lying in bed. I find it relaxes me that like there's loads of times that I'll have fallen asleep listening to an ASMR video and then I'll get rudely awakened by like a really loud ad or something. What <laughs> <laughs> um, Or sometimes, like, I don't know what way it works, sometimes there's no ads and then it'll just play into another video and then I wake up, like, hours later and I'm like, ooh, I've missed mm-hmm. that. I'll have to listen to that again tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> it works. <laughs> you know, um, so no, I just, I just find it relaxing. What about you, Kim? I mean, I think the, when I first probably got into, like, YouTube or ASMR on YouTube, it was probably, like, when I was in my second year of uni, so probably 2012, 2013, when I first got into ASMR. And it was just one night I couldn't sleep, and I just went on, like, Google, and was like, you know, how how do you, like, fall asleep? And then I heard of this term, ASMR, and I went on YouTube, and it was um, a woman called Maria, and she's dead, like, famous. She's got millions of subscribers. I think she's Russian. Um, but her channel name is called Gen- Gentle Whisper or Gentle Whispering and she'd done this video of like a suit, suit fitting and it was just so relaxing and she was softly spoken and I actually fell asleep on it yeah. so from then I've kind of used it as a way to kind of relax or just to help you sleep um, and it's become such a big thing now on YouTube there are like a lot of content creators who do it they've got millions of subscribers they're making their living from it so it's like it's a big thing um which is nice to see and like i remember even in work i put my airpods in and if you were just like doing some like mundane task where it was just typing or you had to full concentrate on something i just stuck it in and listened to it and i kind of just relaxed you in work it was just it's it's a really nice thing um, of course, we'll talk about in a bit people who think it's weird and like, what the fuck? But it's really, I don't, if you've never experienced that like tingly feeling, you're missing out. 
I know, but I think, well, we'll get on to that. And do you know what? We'll leave it until after. Yeah. On the same now, we don't have, there's no structure to it. We can just, whatever. Uh, no, I was just going to say, like you're saying about some people find it weird. I think mm. part of the thing that people find weird is potentially that tingly sensation. It makes them like, mm. like yeah. you, know, you know, like somebody walks over your grave. You're like, oh, almost like you have a shiver. Nearly, I, I think people have that sort of reaction to the tingles from ASMR. I think it's a completely different, like, thing though like that walking over your grave feeling that's like a shiver where the tingling is like it's constantly there it's not just like a, a quick thing I know but I'm no I know but that's what I'm saying I'm saying they're having a similar reaction yeah to that. they don't like it that's what yeah I'm um yeah seeing the text yeah like I'll just talk about people find it weird now as well actually um a lot of people can sexualize that which I find a wee bit strange. Like there are there are content creators out there who do sexualize ASMR, and I have seen. I, I haven't subscribed to these people, but I have seen people advertising. <laughs> I have seen people advertising like porn ASMR. Oh no! <laughs> well, I don't want like moaning and groaning in my ear that you can almost feel oh. the hot breath on you. Like I think like, I don't want that. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like you know, like boyfriend or girlfriend role play videos, and it, it's like they will, you know, I don't know what they do in the videos, but like it's very sexual apparently. Like on OnlyFans, and you have to pay for it and everything, and it's like, oh my god, you know, you do you, hon. Like, you can earn money from doing that work away. Like, um, but oh yeah, I just god. don't, I, I, like, I don't know how you would. Sorry, I, d- I just said that's funny. I know it, it is. It's just like I use it to help de stress and relax, but I suppose that can also be de stressing and relaxing, like making it sexual in a way. If that's what turns you on or something, I, I just don't, I, but that, I don't that, know. If but... that's what turns you on, that's not relaxing you, that's getting you all hot and bothered. <laughs> actually, that's actually that's like a bit of a hypocrite, isn't the heart, it? <laughs> the heart rate going instead of slowing it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is, it's very strange, but like, loads of people do it, so it's fair enough. So, fair enough. Each to their own. Each to their own, if that's what, like, turns you on. Um, but as we said, there are loads of people who do on YouTube and they're making a living out of it. So, who would be some of your go-to kind of ASMR creators? Um, So, it's predominantly uh, females that I listen to. And one of them, like, I just discovered, well, I've discovered most of them all by accident. But uh, one that I've been particularly enjoying, her name is Haley Jean ASMR. Never heard of her. She lives in Utah. So she's also sometimes she'll talk about like her Mormon upbringing and like that type of thing. I don't really, she's not like really like religious or anything. Like sometimes she'll mm-hmm. talk about like issues with it. But anyway, um, I particularly like her. She, she reads a lot. So I particularly like listening to people that will give like book reviews. And then mm-hmm. that's where I'll pick up books. And mm-hmm. um, so she'll talk like she reads like maybe 12 books a month and then she does like a monthly wrap up so then I get like book recommendations from her yeah. um, there is another girl called Sarah Lavender ASMR uh, which I, I like yeah which uh, I like to listen to her as well again a bit of a reader she'll give um, like book recommendations as well and then there was another girl I used to listen to soft ASMR but I've kind of went off her now 
<laughs> She'd made it sexual, shouldn't it? <laughs> well, she didn't sexual, but I just find her, her videos were, I don't know, just a bit more boring. I know you want to sleep, but I mean, I still like to listen to it, you know? Yeah. Um, I just, I just wasn't vibing with her anymore. Yeah. And you're allowed to do that, you know? Yeah. But that's, yeah, the, the mostly the people I'd listen to. And uh, what about you, Sarah? I don't have any, like, favourite creators or specific creators. If I just come across stuff on, like, Instagram and stuff, I just mm-hmm. listen to it there. And Love mostly that. I will say it's because I want to learn how to make the cocktail. So say it's educational as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's educational as uh, and relaxing is what you want. Uh-huh. Um. Some of them for me, and I might like link some of these in the blurb of the podcast just so that people can like go and see them. So I would listen to like very mixed for men and women on ASMR. It depends on whose voice you want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one that I follow and one of the, the original people I ever heard was of Fred's voice. So he he does a lot of like role play videos like he'll be like um, a tailor or like he'll be a doctor or he'll be a barber um, or a tea bag seller. <laughs> like it, it's it's so strange, but he like has like two million subscribers. He that he has made this his living. So, you know, he supports his wife and two children doing this career. He's built a studio in his house for this. He's got a green screen. Like it's the dedication behind it. A lot of time and effort goes into it. And he's got this one video where he, like this is going to sound so strange but he's tucking you into bed <laughs> oh, that sounds so, lovely actually oh, did he walk? the crinkling sounds of the duvet and the pillow oh my god it's like so good it's ecstatic like actually, I'd listen oh, to it's just it's, it's probably one of my favorite videos like i'm not mad first on them to be honest i've listened to a couple like you'd did you recommend the the tea bag one to me, where he, like he's talking through all the different types of tea? And Aye. I don't know, uh, I don't know. He, he's he mm-hmm. maybe more towards soft spoken than proper whisper in some of his videos. Yeah. And like, I appreciate yeah, yeah. a proper whisper. You see, I don't really like soft. Oh right. Oh, all right. So you'd be a whisper girl. Yeah. <laughs> um. Right, well, I've already talked to you about her before. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> I've already talked about her. Sorry. Sorry. I've already talked about her before, but Gentle Whispering, she's really good. She would probably be more your thing, Sinead Burt's Whispering's mm-hmm. in the name. Uh, another fella um, who lives in Dubai, um, he's English, but he moved out there, is Artic- Articulate Design. He would do a lot of role plays where like, he's serving you on a cruise. He's like your air host air hostess um he done a really good one where he's driving around dubai and it's just the noise of like the, the electric car like the humming oh it's very very nice very, very, we sound like absolute freaks <laughs> see i i don't like role plays like I, I do <laughs> Absolutely love it. Like you're gonna go look at these now and you'll be like, change your life, everybody. Yeah. Um, I really love somebody called Haircut Harry. Now he goes in, he travels the world doing this, fucking millions of subscribers, and it's not really an ASMR channel, but it's very ASMR vibes. He goes into different places around the world and gets like a shave or a haircut. 
And there's this one video that got 4 million views. It's in a barber's in Cork. And oh my God, I'd love to go get my hair cut there. It's such a relaxing experience. Even watching it. Oh, it's just so nice. Just so nice. Quiet. Love it. Um, I love a person called Wine ASMR. So he educates you on different types of wine. And that he pours the glasses and tastes it. And it's gorge. It's very educational, but it's lovely. Mm. I was going to say, I think I may have followed him as well. He's he's great. Love him. Um, there's an American guy called Cat Bailey. He's quite easy on the eyes. That's very nice to watch as well. Um, he does a lot of role play videos. And then kind of the last big one that I follow, there's loads of other people I'm forgetting, but Ting Ting. Um, so she does a lot of like hair massage videos. She would do maybe some eating videos as well. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not a massive, massive fan of the eating in your ear, like the chewing in your ear. But sometimes, like, Fred's voice, he'd eat like a Domino's one time. And I was like, oh my God, that's actually quite relaxing. But then it also made me hungry. It's like, I really want a Domino's. (laughs) I I, I can't be dealing with mouth sounds, eating videos, and I don't like role plays. So, like, no. So, you're just more of like a whisper telling you about something. Kind yeah, of yeah. Of yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I'll I, stop. I, I promise. <laughs> no, keep it cool. <laughs> you're relaxing us. <laughs> um, so, those are kind of some people that you should look into if you are struggling to sleep and things like that. Um, and it is a great stress reliever. It just relaxes you. I love actually just like even if I'm at home and in the evening time. So I'll just stick on in the background on the TV. Like if I'm playing The Sims or I'm like on my laptop or whatever, or even on my phone and I just want to sit in the quiet, peace and quiet, I'll stick on like a crackling fireplace or like I'll stick on like one of the ASMR artists and just listen to them whisper. And it's just nice. It's like, I thought you quite nice as well if you're if you're on your own of an evening just to stick it on in the background. Yeah. Like just the to, noise. I know, like you have that noise in the background or something. It's really, really nice. And recently it's gonna sound really weird. I've been listening to like hoovering videos. <laughs> I mean, just prolong your own hoover like like it's Well that might be nice. I haven't tried that. Um but like it's kind of like a hairdryer in the same way. It's just like that kind of like white, brown, black noise, whatever it's called. Um, so yeah, I think that's mainly all the different types that I like. Um, now there is also a type of ASMR called unintentional ASMR, and this is a lot in TV and film. So you could be watching a TV show or a film. And someone might whisper in the film or they're like doing something and it like really relaxes you. Um, and just another form of it actually is ironing. Have you ever watched an ironing ASMR video? I actually have. And it wasn't bad. Oh, it's actually really nice when the steam comes from it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very relaxing. I've never been into ironing in my life. That's what I'm going to go and watch the minute that we get off the podcast. The ironing ASMR videos. <laughs> That's good. I thought you would have been saying you're getting into bed tonight. You'll be listening to Fred's voice tucking you in. That uh, too. Too. Um, so with the unintentional ASMR, um, I have some examples of times people have gotten ASMR chills or tingles from certain scenes in TV and film. So the first one also 
I've completely forgot to mention. You know that little girl meme? She's got red hair. She's with a straw in the can. And it's always used for like when someone's got gossip. And she's just like. Ah. Yes. No, I don't know. You'll, you'll know her if you've seen her. It's like, who's got the tea? And she's like. Ah. Yep. She's worldwide renowned famous. Um, I think her name is Life with Mac. You know where you see her. Uh, okay, so the first kind of thing from TV and film is in Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets when he's doing the quill writing in Tom Riddle's diary. The noise of the quill apparently has given people oh, right, okay, um, and some more tingles. Uh, Voldemort's whispers in the Deathly Hallows Part Two. Where's <laughs> I don't know how you would find that relaxing. It's quite fucking terrifying to me. Well. <laughs> I don't think that's the vibe they were going for. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, not a chance. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> bless you. I Hi. wouldn't find Voldemort's voice relaxing now because I've been in bed, as you've just said earlier, about the adverts coming up on ASMR. I've been in bed <laughs> and it always seems to be at night time where you're relaxing, you're not enough to sleep, and then all of a sudden a horror film ad will come on and you're like, what the fuck? Oh, I. After the watershed, you see. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've never seen this film. Uh, it's funny because Emily mentioned it last week about the ballet. Edward Scissorhands. Apparently there's a lot of ASMR bits in that film. Never seen it. Never seen it. Toy Story 2, when the toy maker is fixing Andy. So when I'm back, yeah. or not Andy, what do you mean? Um, <laughs> Andy. <laughs> fixing him back together. And let me see what one's... Have you ever seen Call Me By Your Name? Yeah. Not yet. Where an Elio keeps going, Elio, Elio, Elio. You know, people have gotten chills of that. Uh, In the office, U.S., um, Dwight whispering and eating sounds. That's giving people chills. Uh, And she, oh, I don't think this is relaxing. You know, the slow tea stirring and get out. All right, no, no. (laughs) Uh, Miss Honey's voice in Matilda. Yes. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Um, the chest pieces. Uh, yeah. Uh, the chest pieces and clock pressing in the Queen's Gambit. Probably, yeah. Um, there's a lot Tywin writing letters and sealing them in the Game of Thrones. Okay, yep. Yeah. Specific. Um, yeah, it's just little examples like that. I'm not going to read them out because there's fucking loads of them. But um, you get the gist of what it's yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Um, my only my only negative thing I will say about ASMR, if you do rely on it too heavily to kind of send you to sleep and relax you, you can become immune to it and you won't feel the tingles anymore. Yeah. So it's important to take little breaks every now and then. Um, from it. So, have you got anything else to add about ASMR before I go to the question box? No, just think so. Perfect. Um, so, I put out a question box and um, asking people for their opinions on ASMR and people wrote in. So, the first one is, um, I love it, especially hair brushing and drying. Eating ones too, even though I hate people eating loud normally. Okay. I trust it. Very interesting. Uh, the next one is really don't understand the hype over it. I find the whispering uncomfortable and a bit strange. Fair. 
fair mm-hmm. everyone's entitled to their opinion uh the next one is i don't like it, it makes my ears uncomfortable <laughs> i love to know who these people are and i just have i know uh the next one is your ears for them to be uncomfortable <laughs> uh, i can't the next... my ears you can't your ears <laughs> you should be able to that's yeah you can't your ears you know but when you touch them yeah but like when she's saying or he's saying it makes my ears uncomfortable do you feel your ears unless you touch them oh all right okay yes i get what you mean yeah true uh the next one is just for creeps it's weird and i don't understand it whatsoever <laughs> you're the creep you. uh the next one is i can't understand how anyone could find someone whispering or chewing in your ear relaxing uh the next one is i love it and listen to it every night it knocks me out and the last one is my partner thinks I'm mad for loving it, but I think he's just jealous that I'm falling asleep to another man's voice. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Sounds about right. Yeah. So if you're struggling to sleep at night or you feel a bit stressed, hopefully we have given you something new to try. And you do feel a bit weird when you first listen to it. I will admit you do. But, yeah. you know, you will start to feel a little less weird and then you can listen to this podcast episode and you have found your tribe very true very true perfect so we will be right back with our last section and then every week we finish the podcast with an advice section so i've had a question box and some people have wrote in to ask for solution to their woes okay so the first one is Um, I applied for a job within my current place a few weeks ago, but wasn't shortlisted to an interview. It's one for you, Sinead. Uh, However, a couple of days ago, the manager of that team emailed me to let me know there are other positions within her team being advertised now. Both positions are the same grade and money. Should I see this as it's worth applying for the other position, as I could potentially be shortlisted for an interview this time round? I don't know the manager personally, and I don't understand why she'd email me if I wasn't, or am I getting my hopes up? Um, I mean, for me, it's do you meet the criteria? Like, did you meet it when you applied? Because if you did, you should have been shortlisted. So maybe before you apply for this other job, ask for feedback on your previous application because generally if you're internal they'll give you feedback to say this is what you weren't shortlisted on and Mm -hmm. then you know if you're saying it's a similar sort of role you know the criteria could be similar it might just help you with your application but I mean if you don't try you won't you know you miss 100% of the shots you don't take so I mean just apply and see what happens but definitely ask for some feedback from your your previous application they should give it to you Mm -hmm. especially if like so you weren't shortlisted for the first one you applied for, but if she's reaching out, this manager's reaching out, whom you don't know personally, to say you should apply, there's, you know, there, you, you know, I agree. You should just go further. You have nothing to lose. Why would they be reaching out? So I don't necessarily think you're getting your hopes up. But as Shanine says, I would be asking for feedback on why you weren't shortlisted for the first position, especially if they're the same grade and same money. I have been the same grade and same money, Kevin, like, 
I could be a HR officer and something, and there could be a health and safety officer. We're on the same grade. We're on the same Com- money criteria. Completely different role. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But no, definitely ask for feedback. Yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah, get the feedback, probably go with the HR head first, but I don't see why someone would take time to reach out personally to be like, oh, you should apply for these roles um, for a joke or the crack. Like, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean to necessarily say that you'll, you know, you'll get it. You obviously have to get through an interview and stuff first. But mm. why would you not apply? That's true. Why yeah, not? You've nothing to lose. You might, you might as well just apply. And if you, if you unfortunately don't end up getting the position, well, at least you know you've done everything that you could. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you see, like, and I always think too, just it's all good practice, you know, as well. Mm-hmm. Like, in application forms, learning from your feedback. You know, if you go to an interview and you're unsuccessful, all good learning. True. 100%. There we go with that again. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Right, happy and then next, day. happy day. Work away. <laughs> uh, right, the next question is okay. It's a long one. Um, my husband recently got a big promotion, which now means he earns a lot in capitals, more than me. We've always paid 50-50 on bills, but I've mentioned maybe with the extra money he could pay. 60 to 70% of the household bills going forward and I would pay the remainder. We split the rest of the money into a joint savings account and our personal accounts. I think expecting him to... I don't know. Um, sorry, I think expecting him to pay more is fair as I work full time but I also do most of the cleaning, the cooking and the organising our social lives. He doesn't agree and thinks that's unfair. What's your opinion? Am I being unreasonable or is he? This is a tricky one. I I oh I don't know. <laughs> like love this question so much. If you <laughs> see, it's so hard to know. Like because I oh, it's so tricky. <laughs> I don't think that it uh no, I have no, I can't, I don't know. I don't know, it's too tricky. I, I, I'm I, just going to say, at the end of the day, you know, are, are you still going to be using the same amount of electric that you're using? You know, are you still going to be, you know, eating the same amount of food at the end of the day? If you weren't with that person, you would still be paying all of that anyway. So regardless of how much they earn, I don't really know if it's fair to ask them to pay more. Because at the end of the day, you're an adult, you would be looking after yourself anyway. Um, it'd be different, you know, if like mm-hmm. they're talking about going on like really outlandish holidays and things, you know, that you potentially couldn't afford. So, you know, if they want to do it together, that, you know, mm-hmm. they might need extra towards that. So the two of you can. But I mean, for everyday living, I think 50 50. Yeah. Maybe that's, that's, I, could, I could be swayed, like you know, but I'm just saying that's my gut 50 50. It's a really difficult one because, well, See, the person wrote in and they said, like, in capitals a lot, so that must mean a lot more than they're on. I can't, that's I can, not necessarily to say that the person who's wrote in is struggling. Like, no, if no, this no, was no. a case where you know the, the listener that's written in has like is struggling to contribute 50 50 and like 
you know, obviously there's there's the room for the husband now who could pick up the slack, but it doesn't sound like it's a situation where you're struggling. To me, it sounds mm-hmm. like there might actually just be a little bit of envy mm. there, not to be like rude or anything. It's like, <laughs> but it's not your money, it's his. But then, so this is, I can speak on a married <laughs> point of view. So, it's important to have your own individual money, regardless, because anything can happen. You like mm. when you get married, it's you think oh sunshine, rainbows, daisies, but later down the line, you don't know you don't know what's going to happen. You know, you need to kind of have your own individual money as well as having your joint money. Yeah. Um, a big thing for me in the question was, you both work full time, but this the person who wrote in, um says that they do a lot of the cleaning, cooking and planning mm. social lives. So they take on a, like a big responsibility in another way where that other person doesn't have to, but they still work both full time. Do you know what I mean? I know, but so are they saying they need to be paid an admin fee for doing all of that? Well, maybe that's not the correct terminology to use. But like, do you know what I mean? I, mean, there I feel like there's two different issues here. There's yeah. that they earn more money than me and they're not pulling their weight domestically. Like you can't yeah. expect, you know, yes, fair enough. Maybe you want a little bit more help in that regard. Mm-hmm. But like if it's it's almost like, oh, yes, this will be like my fee for cleaning. But yeah, I mean, it depends on how much more of the cleaning and the cooking that you do because I was going to say, you know, you're cooking and cleaning for yourself too, so it's not like you're doing that. Mm-hmm. But then if they're just expecting you to cook and clean for them and they're not helping, like that's a whole other issue. Yeah. The, the money and that is separate in my head. Because mm-hmm. in my head, I'm like, was this an issue before your partner got a pay rise? And, like, what is the job? Is there, like, more manual labor in one? Like, is it is it more demanding physical work for, not to sound incredibly sexist, but for the yeah, husband's yeah. job, is it more manual? Is he more tired? Is it, is, like, what what's the different role here? Is it, is it easier for mm-hmm. the, the, the listener mean, that's written in I, to have still, the energy to do stuff? I, I I don't accept okay, that. Though. If we're here, if we, hold on, but if we go back to the original question, right? So, as Sarah said, this is almost like two separate issues, but the main issue is supposed to be about them paying more of the money towards bills. So, if we look at that, that is really what the crux of the question was about, is it not? I, it's, it's, it's hard because if you're not in that situation, like how much more, like, is it like a hundred, like, I don't, I don't even know, like, is it, thousands upon thousands because like in a way I can see if it was my situation I would be like why am I busting my balls to pay 50% of her bills whenever you are earning so much more than me like if Nick was earning a lot more than I was and I was earning the same not like a lot lot less like a lot less if I was earning a lot less you would feel like as Sarah said, envious a wee bit. Like, you just feel like, and it's more power to, like, Nick, if he, 
you earned that money like congratulations you've worked hard to get it but you would just be like we're a married couple and you feel like you're uh, I don't know competing against each other or I I don't Mm -hmm. I don't know I don't know I guess also maybe ask yourself that if the roles were reversed and your husband asked you to contribute more financially is that something that you honestly would be happy to do I you know, have you were yeah. it yeah, from yeah, someone yeah. if you wouldn't willingly do it um okay. and as i say the cooking and the cl- like in my, maybe <sighs> i'm wrong but i think they're two separate issues really and you know when it comes to like holidays for example so say obviously like it's if one person's earning a lot lot more than somebody else they're what's the word I'm looking for their ideas of luxury might change they've got yeah. more money so the person the other half might not be able to keep up with what they want to do right, but I, really like, I really said that I go yeah. in, in yeah. what respect then yes if they want to do the outlandish activities that, and they want you to come well they need to fork out for that because that's yeah. not reasonable it needs to be what's reasonable here so in my head is prior to your partner getting a pay raise I'm assuming, well, you haven't mentioned it, but I'm assuming you guys were contributing 50-50 and you were able to live your life. You oh, know, no, you have- 50-50, yeah, they said. I know, but I mean, there was no sort of money issues. Struggle. There was no struggle there. Mm-hmm. There was no struggle. So in my head, you were fine doing it then, but now just because your partner earns more money, you expect them to contribute more. Just to everyday living, even though you were able to afford it beforehand. So what's the difference just because they've got extra money coming into their bank account that you mm. expect to pay more? In my head, it's not really fair. Like like you said, they've potentially worked really hard to get to that position. Mm-hmm. So why are you, like, for lack of a better way of putting it, like penalizing them for earning extra money? You're like, well, you have to contribute more. More of that needs to come out of your pay packet. Mm-hmm. and also like you know in that situation then you'll have more disposable income would that disposable income go towards doing something nice for the two of you or is yeah. that just for you to spend like what is actually the motivation behind you wanting them to pay more money if, yeah. if you're not struggling and if you just yeah. decide that you want to spend more of your own money on you well that's not really fair either it's not your partner's fault that yeah that he's getting paid more money yeah you know with the whole disposable income thing that you just said mm. what if the husband isn't willing to put that money into disposable income for the couple it's just his money so that could change things as well this is why I say it's a tricky tricky issue because at the end of the day you know contributing 50-50 that's fine as long you know and any other money is is his money and any money that you earn is is your money yeah you know I know for like for me well I I suppose I'm not married and currently not really involved so I can't I can't speak to how I would feel uh-huh. in this situation because I'm not in it but as as someone who's been in situations in the past where I've had to contribute more money because there was a a partner that was struggling even yeah. even myself struggling but they were worse off like uh-huh. you know it, it's I had the means to do that kind of yeah but like if you have the means to contribute to 
your own bills, then do that. Don't don't yeah, be expecting exactly. handouts just because you know you're married. No, hundred percent. I said I, I just, said the all right. Yeah. No, go ahead. That's kind of well, I said it at the start. Like it's very, very important to have your own individual money because anything can happen. You do not know. So you shouldn't rely on your other half to pay for your lifestyle. But at the same time, it must be difficult to live in that situation where your other half is earning a lot more money and you might have that fear of I don't know. It's it's I don't know what I'm trying to verbalize. It's like maybe know. a fear of being, for want of a better term, left behind. Yeah, maybe that's the fear. Or like anyone, can't uh, keep up with the lavish yeah, lifestyle. But like, lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. at the you're, end of the day, that person's your partner. You've chosen to be together. And I would imagine mm-hmm. while, you know, as Sinead said earlier, like you're still contributing and not the same to the bills as you were before, as in using the same electricity and stuff. But like... Maybe he, maybe your partner would be willing to do things in a sort of disposable income way for you. Um, but I don't think it's fair to just demand that mm-hmm. more of his money goes to the household stuff just because he's earning more money. He's worked hard to get there. I I would imagine. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like very much like Real Housewives. Ask this question. It's the the wife is at home predominantly, and the husband's out working, and then she gets kind of like an alliance or he will pay for her lavish lifestyle and you always find it whenever like they get divorced the the wives are scrambling to get like what's that word in, in america like marital alimony. Alimony. alimony you know what i mean so uh, yeah just always have your own money i'm sure you do but you're just like thinking is it is it unfair is it fair um it's very individualistic oh, to be honest mm-hmm. you, you also the financial um, also, if, you know, it's a case where you're jealous of the promotion and stuff, why don't you try and look for something better if you're not currently well, happy with your own yep. position? Like, why why does he have to make it up? Why can't you just... This sounds really, like... And I just realised how you sound ignorant like Kim Kardashian. Nobody wants to work anymore. <laughs> Get off your ass and work. <laughs> no, but, like... Not not in an offensive way, but if it's a kind of thing where this is making you think, oh, there is a bit of envy, go out there and and get yourself a better job and earn more money yourself. Like match mm-hmm. it, yeah, match it. Like, I can I can speak from my point of view where like Nick is more career driven than me for example so he will always probably be on a more higher wage than i am but like i'm not going to hold that against him because i can't be arsed do you know what i mean like i don't want to go for like a big massive job i'm happy earning my own money and i will always have your your own money um i forgot my chain of thought i just like there's also an element you need to be happy for your partner that's what i was going to say no matter how career driven nick will be You'll have to you have to be happy for them. Always, what's the point of being together? So, like, my 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 response to the person who wrote in is just like, if you, I can't, I'm, I can't even speak. Can't verbalize <laughs> what I'm trying to say. <laughs> okay, well, I think me and Sarah have kind of agreed that complex. You know, we don't really think it's it's necessarily fair that your partner has to contribute more. So, 
That's the, the no. side we fall on. No, I don't think it's fair either. Yeah, I would say mm. it's not fair. I would all, but I would also say as like a to play what's the what's the word to play devil's devil advocate. Um, it's very individualistic. It's very based on your your both of your financial situation. Uh, just always both have your own money, but at the same time, like the way me and Nick do, we both got our own separate bank accounts, our own money, and then we have a joint account that that's where all the household bills come out of, and that's the best way to do it. Oh, yeah, 100%. Mm, and then no one can say to each other, like, why, why are you buying that for? Because you've got your own money. Do you know what I mean? I've got that. Um, so, yeah, that was a long-winded answer. <laughs> I love the question. Thank you for writing in. Yes. Um, and I don't think that's really helped you, to be honest. But um... <laughs> well, I mean, yes. we'll give our opinion. The moon said we didn't think yeah. it was fair. So that's all. Yeah. I do feel like I was quite offensive. And if I was, I apologize. But, like, <laughs> you know, I think, sometimes you know I just you're... talk without thinking. No, but that's what's the point. Like, you know what takes back when you write into this podcast, you're going to get unfiltered, raw opinions. Mm. And that's that. So um, thanks for writing in. Keep them coming. Uh, right, we finish the podcast night every week with um, a new section called Top Bop of the Week. Um, now, unfortunately, we can't play the music because the microphone's been picking them up very well. I also don't want to get sued. Um, so just tell me what your song is. Um, so... Who's ready, Sinead? What's your top bop of the week? Um, so uh, this isn't in any way a new song, but it came on my Spotify earlier today. And I was like, oh, tune. Uh, do you remember Galantis Runaway? Yes. Yeah. Came on my Spotify earlier. I was like, oh my God, blast from the past. Tune. Absolute tune. So that's my top bop of the week. Fab, what about you, Sarah? Um, I've come across again the the newest well it's not new now but the latest album that lewis capaldi released and mm -hmm. it's the the title track heavenly kind of state of mind mm -hmm. i love it it's so catchy it's great does he do upbeat music yeah I, I, he does upbeat music that's kind of like still sad Okay, because uh, I was just you like, know, I always thought he was like really sad music, but it's upbeat. That's nice. But actually, this song isn't that sad. It's quite nice. It's oh, like good. a love song. It's cute. I don't like people that just do sad music all the time, but I'm glad he's venturing into more positive, happy music. He's great. <laughs> I love him. I'm here for it. <laughs> he's a vibe. Um, fab. I'll add both of those to the playlist. Um, my top up of the week is um, a song called, let me pronounce this right, Rim Tim Taggy Dim. <laughs> yeah. and the artist is called Baby Lasagna oh my god <laughs> um, it is a Eurovision song for this year upcoming it's Croatia I think it will win Eurovision or it will come close um, there's still like 12 songs to be released but I do think it's one of the favourites um, it's very 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 catchy I'll add it to the playlist go listen to it um, and you will hear it all over the summer I am sure <laughs> Rim tim Sorry, Rocky. Sounds like Crazy Frog. Bing, 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 bing. Wait, listen to the song. It will not sound like Crazy Frog. I'm not just telling it very well. 
Great. That brings us to the end of the podcast. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Please like, share, review the pod wherever you get your podcast. Only five stars will do. Thank you very much. Um, I'd like to thank my fabulous co-hosts, Sarah and Sinead. Thank you, girls, for joining me on the 29th of February, the leap year. Uh, Please take a milk thistle. (laughs) Drink responsibly and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.